Today's episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies are the undies I have on me. Actually, I I got pink ones on right now. Also, <laughs> I got raccoons. You have raccoons? We yeah. have switched realities. <laughs> Although I guess pink is pretty loud, so I'm fine with it. That's true. <laughs> I have raccoons. <laughs> I just imagine you just have an actual raccoon wrapped around you. <laughs> His name is Frederick. <laughs> it's been a wild time since we've been indoors. <laughs> Also, today we're brought to you by Honey. If you're trying to buy anything online, uh, and you probably are, now is the time to use Honey. It's going to save you all that money. It rhymes with Honey. <laughs> I'm going to keep just thinking about that now because I wasn't trying to do it, but now it's going to, everything I say is going to be like, save that money, use that Honey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's jump into this podcast. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning! Broadcasting live, 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 Day 47, my mind <laughs> deteriorates at a rapid rate. I believe it. Really, it's just my muscles. Are you falling apart? Are you are you atrophying? So I was good for a while, but I've hit that point where like five days ago, I just drove by the gym just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- it's starting to crack me, dude. I imagine as you did, you played whatever the saddest song you had <laughs> available at the time. No, I played Loud Wub Wubs. Of course. Right, right, And right. I actually did, and I was like, this is the song I'm going to play when I go back in. This will be my, like, pump-up jam. I can't wait for your first day back in the gym. I don't know what's going to happen. I think you're going to overdo it. I think you're going to go too hard. Oh, probably. You're going to go too hard, or you're going to be like, oh, oh, oh. We're going to have to get you help. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a crazy time, whether I... You know, go too hard and strain my whole body or, uh, you know, just have a good time. But I just, I can't wait for that day. When do you think that day is going to be? Give me a call. When do you foresee being uh, able to go back to the gym? Well, it's it's tricky because, right, there's people that are like, uh, oh, we'll start reopening things on May 1st. But there's also people that are like, no, we got to go till the end of May. And then there's people being like, well, we can reopen some things with some like, you know, uh, some like restrictions right so what i think will happen is like maybe they'll reopen gyms but they'll have like only certain amount of people can go in at a time no locker rooms stuff like that so there's gonna be i think that's what they'll start with i think gyms might be the last thing gyms might be the last thing to be reopened maybe gyms and libraries places where people touch everything because a gym isn't just about distancing it's you touch a machine then someone immediately touches that machine and then yeah, someone but after they that have like wipes and stuff. I get you. I'm just saying. That sounds like a something a lot of people, especially if I'm like, I don't know, LA Fitness or whatever I am. I don't want to be like responsible for all that. So well, I, I think if they do, if it's a gym, they have to like, they'll have to do things like that. Like make sure they have like the supplies and everything. And if they don't, they can't reopen. Like that's that's the tricky thing is like making sure places have stuff like that and like being like, all right, you're good to go. Uh, otherwise, they'll just be like, yeah, we got supplies, and then they really don't. Like, how do you know? 
I don't know. Yep. It's <laughs> that's and that's why I'm every time someone's like, uh, yeah, end of May should be. Well, I think that's probably it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. that's not happening. I know everyone is so excited. Like yeah, we're all we're, we're almost through this, guys. Just keep going. And I'm like, this is more of a marathon than a than a sprint. Well, I mean, I'm we're afraid. getting to the point where people are gonna start going insane. They're already going insane. I here's the thing. Let, like me let me reiterate. Let me reiterate. All you have to do is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Let me well, just reiterate is, this. It's like, you know, people can still work and stuff are doing fine. It's the people that, like, can't work that are going crazy. So a lot of people, like, can't pay rent. They can't pay bills. They're doing all these things. And I think those are the people who are starting to crack. It's like, what do I got to lose? My life's over. Well, and that's why it blows my mind that there's no... I see other countries around the world, and they're like, here citizens have some money and we're like eh, twelve hundred dollars to tide you over for the year which is crazy <laughs> i feel like i don't know maybe uh, maybe i'm a commie or some shit but i feel like uh, people should get just get money from the government because we're it's one of those we're all in this together kind of things and then all the companies that are like we make cars should start making masks and I think then, they already are making masks, though. Then make tests? I don't know. There's so much stuff we need. The way we beat it is if everyone's like, all right, we're in this together. Then we can all have our masks on and then go to the gym with masks and stuff or whatever. I don't know. I feel like we're doing it half. We're like doing a very half-assed job of this. Oh, probably. That's America. We do half-ass everything. Remember that <laughs> Simpsons where uh, Mary Bobbins or whatever the Mary Poppins character was comes <laughs> and then they sweep... All of their trash up under the bed, and it makes the room look clean. And then Bart's like, "That's the American <laughs> way." That is how I view this. We are just barely trying, and we're like, "We're doing it, everyone." But it's, there's so much more we could do. But everyone's like, "That sounds like work." Well, the biggest thing I think is just testing. Because once you start testing, I've like I've watched like some stuff. Because once you start testing, that's what South Korea mainly did. And that's the way you can like. You know, be like, okay, that person has it, that person doesn't, quarantine that person, that person's okay to go out. And when you do that on a mass scale, then you're good, because... But we don't have tests. That's the problem, is we don't have Well, them. yeah, that's the issue. The other issue is, the tests we do have aren't as reliable. So some people could be false positives, some could be false negatives. There's also reports, like, 30 to 50% of the, like, things are asymptomatic. So there's, like, a bunch of people that just have had it anyway. Like, it's, it's crazy. I think that's what's so confusing about it is how unpredictable and wonky it is. I know we talked about this before, but I'm starting to hear people on TV talk about this now. And I don't, and they all say the same thing, so I'm going to say the same thing. We have no evidence. This is just what people have said. But a lot of people are talking about how they know a person or they themselves are, know, like, have a family member who last year were, had all the symptoms of this. And they're like, maybe it was spreading around then as well. Oh, I mean, it's I definitely know. been here since last year, without a doubt. Like, I would I would probably say since, like, maybe, like, November, maybe even, like, September. Or no, probably October, from everything I've seen, too. Because, I mean, there's definitely people, like, international travel, like, going all over and things. I'm still, like, did I have some form of it when I was, like, in Disneyland for Chinese New Year? And, like, I, I don't know. Like it's, we don't know until we can test stuff. 
that's like what it boils down to. Yeah, you're right. It really boils down to that. It, we just need information on a mass scale, and we just don't have it. So everyone's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those things is we talked about it before. Definitely want to get that antibody test. But I found out that apparently if you want to get tested for it, you have to take one test. Then I think it was either 24 or 48 or so however many hours later, you take another test to verify. Huh. And so they're like, you need at least two tests, no matter what. And people are just like, okay, so we're the test. <laughs> Man, that's what I'm saying. I feel like we need everyone and their brother to just be like, all right, we're changing up how we're doing stuff, and we'll get this done. But, again, it's the American way to be like, eh, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. Well, the problem, too, is I see people, or like a lot of places, reporting like new cases, but like, like, new cases are just confirmed cases. Not really new. It's just saying, oh, this person had it. Yeah, we like, finally got around <laughs> to testing this person. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of cases that aren't confirmed. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know. Listen, I just want to go lift some weights. <laughs> and whenever I can do that, I'll be happy. That's all I want. If I got to wear a, a hazmat suit, so be it. So what are you doing right now? What's going on in your life? Are you just cleaning stuff over and over again? Yeah, just cleaning everything over and over. And then uh, I'm like, up oh, windows could use some washing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, might as well reorganize this again. I did, I did it last week, but I might have missed something. You know? Uh, and then I've been playing old GameCube games. That's been fun. Has it? On my Nintendo Wii. Our, our old GameCube. Everyone, here's the thing. I never owned a GameCube. What? And the reason why, I never did. The reason why is because I never thought it looked fun. I'm not even going to lie. Great. I never owned one. Uh, N64 was the last time. I, my video game career went Super Nintendo. God, what came first, PlayStation or N64? I think PlayStation. Whatever the case, I had PlayStation and N64. And then I went PlayStation 2, uh, 3, whatever the Xbox was. And then, you know, YouTube started. So I was like, I have every console now because it's for business purposes. But like PlayStation was 94, the end of 94, and then six Nintendo was 96. I didn't, I didn't do anything with Nintendo for some time. Like I had a, I had a, a Wii U, but I never owned a Wii. I never had a GameCube. Never had any of those. Yeah, GameCube is great. It's a lot of great games on GameCube. I never thought they looked. I'll be real. I always maybe it's because of who I was at the time. But, you know, when you're in that, like, teen thing, oh, yeah. I was like, they look like kitty games. Oh, I, <clears throat> I was not a fan. I was like, I want my games to be like sexy chicks who slaughter demons. Right? <laughs> I don't, I was uh, not a fan. GameCube did not impress me. Like, I had, uh, I had Animal Crossing, of course. Yeah, it I doesn't impress me. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Melee. Does not impress me. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Sunshine. No, hard pass. Mario Party 4? No, never played it. Mario Golf Toadstool Tour? Nope, I <laughs> don't even know what that is. Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door? Nope, I like how it rhymes, but no, I've never, never played it. And you're about to make the internet even angrier. Here's the thing, I don't <laughs> care. What are they going to do? Be like, you haven't played this 20-year-old game? I'm not going to play it now. No, I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> you should play this 20-year-old game. You'd probably love it. It's like a Mario RPG game. I already played Mario RPG back in the 90s. But it's like that, but better. 
I don't know. You don't know because you've never played it. <laughs> Touche. Pikmin. No, that looked boring. The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, no. Striking out. I watched someone play that on a stream once. Yeah. And I figured I got everything I needed from it. <laughs> That's how I am with like most modern games. I saw the story and was like, all right, well, that seemed fine. It's no That's ocarina, <laughs> but okay. That's how I am with most modern games. I tried to play the Ocarina of Time, and I got halfway through, and I couldn't go any further. Here's the thing. It's unplayable now. I, people who play <laughs> it, I'm like, God bless you. You are heroes. At the time, amazing. Now, it's it reminds me, um, like, one of my favorite games of all time is Vagrant Story. Incredible game, incredible story. The uh, It's like a mystery, and the last hour might be the best hour of video game in the history of gaming. Here's the thing. At the time, super fun. Now, unplayable. I tried to go back and play it. it the controls are so convoluted. Dude, the jump and the attack button are the same button. <laughs> It's like when I, I went back to play TIE Fighter. I re-downloaded TIE Fighter. Loved that game. Every button on your keyboard is used almost. Oh, it is yeah. so convoluted. It's like, okay, well, you have 18 <laughs> speed settings, and it takes up all of these keys. I'm like, what the hell? You also have to manage your shields. I'm like, oh, this would not fly today. This is, this is some <laughs> bullshit. So... Yeah, I understand it. I get it. It's kind of like a Final Fantasy. Like I've never been into Final Fantasy, and I still can't get into it. It's just not my kind of game. Sure, I totally get that. JRPGs in general are like. But I can see why it's good. You have like, to really want to just turn your brain off and listen to dialogue. It's like find the key within your heart, and only then will you unlock <laughs> the twelve magi. You have to really want to get in that zone, <laughs> or else you will be like, "What the hell?" Oh yeah, like Sam was playing. And I was like, hey, everybody, would I like this game? I don't like JRPGs. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's a great one. Play it. And I was like, the main character feels like an anime protagonist, is he? And they were like, no, no, no. And Sam was like, no, dude. Like, he's definitely, like, it's different. And I started playing it. Why would it, they all was, lie to you like that? I started Why would they playing lie to you? it. And within the first five minutes, I was like, nope. Anime protagonist, there it is. Literally, in the first five minutes, this is the dialogue of the opening of this game. Final Fantasy VII, I'm going to recreate it for you. <clears throat> train rolls in, main hero's on top, riding a train, and he jumps off, sword of hand, and goes, yeah! And then, here's the dialogue. It literally is anime. <laughs> yeah. Only in anime does every action have like a yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 like they all. <laughs> of course, of course, it's a JRPG. Well, I don't know why they would lie to you and be like, no, dude, no, it's, it's definitely not what you think it is. It definitely is. People have done that with anime. They'll be like, "No, Krendor, you got you got to watch this anime. You'll definitely like this one." I like I've liked four or five animes out of like the the a hundred thousands millions that are out there. I'm not like it's one of those things where occasionally I'll be like, "Oh, I like that," but I don't, I'm not like a power anime watcher like some people, and that's okay. Like I I watch sports. I'm not gonna be like, "Oh." Pfft. 
well, you got to check out Michael Jordan 1998 NBA Finals. That was a classic. <laughs> like, you're going to watch it, and you're going to be like, this is just basketball. It's, I don't like it. Like, it's the same type of thing, right? Sure. Absolutely. You know, it's different tastes for different people. It's, you know, like, I'm going to be watching the NFL draft on Thursday, all right? I don't think a lot of people would be like, oh, what should I check out, Crendor? I'll be like, oh, got to check out the NFL draft. You know that C.D. Lame Jr. is projected as the next Julio Jones? It's going to be crazy to see where he goes. Who do, some team might trade up for him. And who knows who the Patriots will take with their uh, first-round draft pick. <laughs> right? That's what that's what like those types of games are to me. And that's okay. We just like, need the I crossover. We need the crossover yeah. event where it's like, and Patriots' first-round draft pick is, and then a guy jumps in like, ah, 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 and then like, ah, yeah. Well, it's gonna at this point that might happen because they're doing it online on like a Zoom call. So you know, it's one of them might really be in the anime. And must just might start doing that. I love that. <laughs> oh yeah, and then. I've been watching another master class because I got it for David Lynch, but now I'm just watching other master classes. Uh, and there's this really good one with this FBI negotiator, or like a former FBI negotiator, but like okay. he's, uh, he pretty much teaches you about how to negotiate and talk and listen to people. And it's actually really interesting. There's a lot of things I would do anyway that I didn't even understand the science behind. Uh, and so he talked about how he like got a girl out of like a terrorist kidnapping in Iraq with Al Qaeda. He talked about. I how thought he, like, you were stopped, just about uh, to be like how he got a girl. Period. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, All right, other... <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, like, let uh... me tell. I was like, Crendor, you did not go to a pickup thing. Where he's like, gentlemen, let me tell you how to get a girl. Compliment sandwich. Which, by the way, is the craziest. Every time I heard any uh like business class thing was always a compliment sandwich was that in this no it was not i hate that i hate it i hate it where it's like <laughs> say something nice then say something mean then say something nice oh like, yeah wait that, what I've i hate that's heard. so that's that so dumb. messed up the uh the biggest thing which is actually just part of listening i learned in psychology is just mirroring so for example uh, he was giving a thing where he's like, someone had a, a hard day, and they're like, man, I just had a hard day at work. And you're like, you had a hard day at work? And they're like, yeah, you know, I just was at work, and uh, someone was yelling at me, and, you know, it was just frustrating. And you're like, someone was yelling at you? And they're like, yeah, you know? And it's like, it keeps it going. And it's such a, like, genuine type of reaction, because it shows that you're listening, but you uh, they also have to respond with more details. I know that... It come. It's supposed to be a genuine thing, but because I know what it is, it seems like skeezy. In a way, it is. It's like it's a sociopath. It could be a sociopathic tendency, but <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, it's what expert negotiators use. Like this guy used it in the FBI, so I mean, he knows what he's doing. Sure, to manipulate <laughs> idiots with guns. I'm very well aware. Yeah, but it's you know, like he's giving examples. He's like this one guy went to a yoga retreat or some shit, and he's like everybody there loved him, but he didn't. He literally knew nothing about it. They'd be like, oh, my God, I love this yoga class. And he's like, you love the yoga class? We're like, yeah, it was great. They had so many things to do and blah, blah, blah. And they had food. It was all organic. And he's like, it's all organic? And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm eating healthier. I'm doing these things. And by the end, he's like, everyone's like, wow, I love that guy. And they're like, do you know anything about him? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. So that's just one technique. Like, it's really interesting. Just kind of seeing the ways they negotiate and do all these things. And he does examples of it. 
So he'll do like a mirroring example or he'll do like a... This other thing was like labeling and he gave like these examples of how a certain part of the brain like uh, shows activity whenever you label an emotion. So he it's one of those things where they'll be like, oh, you look like... Or it seems like you're upset. And you point it out and they're like, yeah, I'm upset. And they're like, you're upset? And he's like, yeah, the guy's cut me off in traffic. <laughs> it's like, you know, the cycle continues. Right. Uh, or you're the other to, thing is you're like... You're about to be a triple threat. I'm terrified of you. You're about to be like <laughs> muscular and psychological. And uh, also, I don't know. I don't know what the third thing is. A guy <laughs> who's played a GameCube. That's <laughs> triple threat. Muscular, psychological, GameCube wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you play a lot of GameCube games. Yeah, I love GameCube games. <laughs> <laughs> you love GameCube games? Yeah, like Paper Mario's. You love Paper Mario? Yeah, Paper Mario. What have you been doing? You said you're tired. Oh, I'm. I am tired. I. I don't know what's going on with me. I like. Uh, my sleep schedule is so out of whack, but I, I keep waking up early, and I don't know why. So like I will, and I, I'm now stuck in a cycle. So I'll go to bed at like a reasonable hour. I'll go to bed. Let's say it's like 11 p.m. Right. Right. I'll go to bed at 11, but I'll wake up at five, which seems fine. But I'll start my day, and then around nowish 4 p.m. I'll get so tired, like ludicrously tired. I'm like, what if I just take a nap? So then I'll go take a nap for like an hour. And then I'll be jazzed. And then I'll be a, I'll just go, you know, through the rest of the night, get stuff done, go to bed, and then, bam, wake up at 5. And I'm like, what if I just, instead of waking up at 5, brain, uh, slept until 7? <laughs> and I didn't have to go through And I can just go through a whole day. I can't make it through a whole day right now. I just can't. Your schedule's all over the place. Wasn't it like a week or two ago you are going to bed at like 1 a.m.? That's what I'm saying. I, I haven't had a decent, just normal night's sleep of solid eight hours. I just can't. I will get huh. maybe five hours and then sleep for two later in the day. And then uh, five, I, I can't, do, I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out. It's driving me crazy. I and think your body's just off. You need to like reset. I, I'm aware. I know. But I also feel like I'm obligated because I'm working still. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to get stuff done in a reasonable time during the day. I can't just do it at night. So I try to get stuff done during the day, and then I'm tired and just like, oh. So then I'll rest, and I'll be like, oh, I rested <laughs> instead of worked. Oh. So then I'll stay up working, and then I'll finally go to bed, and then I'll wake up early because I'm like, all right, I got to get this thing done before. So I'm, oh, Crendor, I'm a mess. <laughs> That's like. Even the one night, I got six hours of sleep, and the next night, I was like, man, I'm tired. I slept eight hours. Like, I just always need my, like, seven, eight hours. I can run off six hours. Once you go under six, you're, like, you're starting to hit, like, woo, territory. But <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at currently. <laughs> right at this moment, I'm in the woo territory where I'm having this conversation with you, but I want to let you know my periphery is, like, a little fuzzy, and I just really want to go to bed. Your periphery? I'm like, what if I, like, took a nap? Your periphery? Yeah, like the the sides of my vision are not focused. I'm I'm like uh, in that state of awake where it's like, boy, I can function and I can do stuff and I can talk to you, but everything about my eyes is like, what if we closed? 
What if we just like closed for a little bit? And then, you know, what if we laid down though? That's where I'm at right now. I, I'm fine. I, everything about me is working great, but my eyes are like, hey, what if we just like took a nap? So that's my problem. Sounds like you're sleep deprived. I feel sleep deprived. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> what if? But it's it's but it's weird because I'm not like I'm not. I it feels like I'm sleeping too much. Sleeping too much? Yes. I, I maybe it's because my days are now segmented into different portions. <laughs> like I'll go to bed at a normal time and then sleep a little bit during the day, and it could be just because I'm mentally exhausted with staying inside all the time and like constantly wiping down stuff. Here's a great example. If I go to the grocery store, right? And I need to get, I don't know, a carton of milk, right? The other day I went and got my parents' milk and ground beef, right? So right. the process is literally like, all right, so I need to go get my gloves and my mask. All right, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I touched a bunch of stuff on the way down to my car. So before I touch my car, I'm going to like sanitize my hands. All right. I got in the car. Now I'm going to put on my mask and my gloves. As I go to the grocery store, get to the grocery store. I go outside, you know, I like open the door. I'm outside. Mm. I have my gloves on and my mask, go get the groceries and I get back to my car. And then before I open my car, uh, I do a, like the glove maneuver, where you use one glove to get the other glove off, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And then I have a separate bag for those gloves that I then put them into and then, you know, tie it up. And then uh, I take my mask off so I don't touch the mask with my gloves. And then I uh, sanitize my hands. And then I get in the car. And then I drive my ass back home, get out, grab all the groceries, go up to my apartment, re-sanitize, mess with the groceries then if it's like a plastic thing wipe it down with like a sanitizing wipe and and even the bags itself so now i'm done messing with the bags so then i wash my hands literally all that stuff is so exhausting <laughs> that it's just like i feel Sounds like exhausting. i'm overwhelmed with the nonsense of just the times we live in and it's just exhausting and maybe that's it as well where i'm just like i hate this i hate it I, too, want to not do this anymore, but I'm going to keep doing it because it's the right thing to do, but it sucks. I don't know if you realize, but my last five responses to you were FBI negotiation responses. I didn't realize that. I was <laughs> I was in my own world. That's the thing is I don't – you could have you got thing. me to give That's you a bunch of money. That's what I realized because yesterday I was telling Toaster Woman, I was like, yeah, this FBI negotiation thing, it's cool. It does this thing. And, and she was like, does the thing. And I was like, yeah, like he does it. And I was like, oh my God, she just did it to me. And I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how powerful this is. Cause it's literally just, it's, <laughs> I just wanted to do it and see if you would realize it. And once I realized you didn't realize it, I was like, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't know you got me. It's also you, you uh, could have got me to give you my credit card number for all I know. <laughs> Your credit card number. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> it's, uh the other thing uh, I learned from it is the tone of your voice. That was another big one because you could be like, "Oh, that's a good question," or like, "That's a good question," or like, "Wow, that's a good question." Because when you do that, it kind of masks whatever you're saying. So you could be like, "Oh, you're cleaning a lot," or like, "Oh, you're cleaning a lot," or like, "Oh, you're cleaning a lot." And I don't so like that do last it, like, one. Last oh. one has like a oh. 
You're well, it's kind of a judgmental tone. Like, oh, you're oh, it, it definitely felt like it. Yeah. He said, uh, when they do negotiations, they try to. They have like three different types of voices. They do. They have like the playful voice of like, yeah, you know, come on, like, hey, what's uh, what's uh, we're friends, right? And then there's like the stern, like, we're not negotiating anymore. And then there's like he said the uh, FM late night DJ, which I think is just my natural voice, where he's like, hey, you know, we're gonna work something out here, all right? Yeah, the so stay calm like, voice. Hey, stay yeah. calm. Yeah, just stay calm. So it's uh. I don't know. I just find all that fascinating because it's like I think what blew my mind was just what I said. Where like I was so excited about learning about this that I wanted to tell someone, and then that very thing happened to me without me realizing it, even with knowing that it was a thing. Hmm. It's it's crazy, and I think a lot of us just naturally do it and just don't know what it is. I think that's another thing. Sure. Behind yeah. Because you can be talking to your parents and they'll be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And you're like, "I'm working on YouTube," and they'll be like, "Oh, working on YouTube." So it's it's like a natural human thing. It's like it just shows curiosity, right? It shows that you've listened and you want to know more, but without being invasive. Now I can't. I don't know how to respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to talk to you now because you'll, I could you've be weaponized it. down your mind. Yeah, you're playing games with me. I'm in a weakened state. <laughs> so you where can't were do you this on to me. Saturday, <laughs> April 18th at 4:44 p.m. <laughs> uh, I mean, what else did you do? Anything fun? Anything exciting? No, nothing fun happened to me. I uh, It rained, and then my closet flooded, and then it flooded <laughs> into my basement area. Oh, my yeah. Basement, I my forgot office your, area. Your thing fell apart, your house. Uh, yeah. my uh, I guess the roof, something was wrong with the roof so that when it rained, the water collected in one certain spot, and it went down into one of my walls that... Ended up being in the hall closet where you, like, put coats and stuff, right? Thankfully, it's L.A., so I have no coats. So, like, there was barely anything in the closet. And what ended up happening is the water started – because it rained for – you know, L.A., it doesn't rain 360 days out of the year. And then a few days it rains nonstop for days on end. Yeah. And so um, it was raining. I think it was, like, the second day of the rain. And – I was downstairs in my office and I heard like bloop, bloop. I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And I look up and the ceiling of my office, there's one corner where it's straight up just, you can see a crack in the ceiling and water dripping from the crack. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? So I ran upstairs because I thought, you know, either the dishwasher or the sink or the washing machine something had overflown i was like i was terrified nope nothing i was like what is happening did a pipe <laughs> burst what's going on i then walked past the closet and like stepped in water and was like what the hell open the door water everywhere on the inside like puddles of water and the walls looked like you know how sometimes they have those mirrors where the water runs down the mirror yeah and like, you know, the office lobby or whatever. It was mm -hmm. like that, but it was on the walls of my closet. And I was like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> and so I got every towel I owned and, and put it on the ground and like tried to wipe down the walls. And as I was wiping down the walls, uh, the paint started coming off. And underneath it was like brown, I'm going to assume, mold. Ooh. And I was like, what the hell? So I immediately called the apartment complex. I was like, guys, I think... Water has been running down this closet for two days straight. 
And I don't know what's going on, but someone needs to come fix this. So they sent a kid up, and he went in and took photos, and he's like, okay, well, it's still raining. There's nothing we can do while it's still raining because we can't repair the roof. And the roof has to be repaired first. I'm like, okay, sure. We'll wait till tomorrow. I go to bed. I have towels everywhere. I go to bed, wake <laughs> up. Still, It's still raining, but now the water has moved from one side of my kitchen to the other through the through the ceiling where it's now there's like a pocket of water in the paint Ooh. and when i pressed it like water came down through i was like oh, oh my god <laughs> so i called up the front desk again i was like guys it's just getting worse i'm like okay so that day thankfully they sent an entire construction crew so any hope of me Existing in a world where I don't have to spend another 14 days in quarantine just in case. Uh, <laughs> they just like walk in the door like, hey, heard your... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, they weren't coughing, but who knows? Right. So I, a whole crew came in and they spent three days tearing down <laughs> my kitchen and my closet. Just Wowie. ripped out the wall, ripped out the flooring, ripped out the ceiling stuff. Came down here to the office and ripped out that like just tore it apart <laughs> over the course of a weekend, and I couldn't do any work or anything because it was just like, <laughs> and I just spent, I'm gonna say, entire days in my bedroom. I think that's what caused my sleep <laughs> craziness now. Oh yeah, because I just slept the entire time they were here. I just was like, I can't do anything. I can't leave. So I just got in my bed, closed the doors, and just slept for days. I. Found some like edibles and was like, all right, and just laid in that bed. They could have taken over my home if they wanted to. I wouldn't have known. I was gone. I slept and was fine with it. And then uh, I woke up one day and they were gone and everything was fixed. And I was like, oh, okay. Huh. So it was it was amazing. Yeah, it looks it looks good as new. The ceiling you can't tell there was any damage or that they ripped it up. You can't tell the closet was ripped up. It looks like a brand new closet. Uh, the stuff in the kitchen was fixed. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I guess that's what happens when you, you know, you have a nice apartment complex. But I have lived in some bad places in the past, so I'm thankful it happened now rather than because uh, I can only imagine what begging former landlords to like fix stuff would have been like because they were bad. Just like uh. Oh, uh, yeah, you got a leak. Uh, you know, I'll get someone out there in the next year. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Yeah, I don't know about that. But what I do know about <laughs> is MeUndies. What? Whoa. It's officially spring, which means it's officially time to spring clean. Crendor was doing it. I've been doing it. I got a bunch of clothes that I don't need anymore and put them in a box. I was like, I'll take them to Goodwill. Then I forgot that Goodwill's closed. You can't. They don't want your clothes right now. It's like, ah, cool. <laughs> so I have a box of clothes just sitting around. But that is good because, you know, Marie Kondo your life. Yeah. So if you are doing what we're doing, you probably should give your underwear drawer a check. Just saying. You probably got some tattered old stanky toxic undies in there. And it's time to refresh your wardrobe. And you can do so with the membership to MeUndies. Right? It's the softest, bestest undies in the world. You don't need a membership, but think of all 
the awesome things you can get with one. You can get a future present to yourself each month, right? A new pair of undies, and you get site-wide site, and you get site-wide savings, early access, free shipping, ridiculously soft undies every month. You can buy anything else too. You can get shirts and uh, sweats and all sorts of things that they have. It's a smart deal. But if you're not one of those people, you're like, I don't do memberships. You can just buy stuff to buy it because that's how they roll, baby. MeUndies are made of micro-modal fabric. I don't know what it is. Never figured it out. <laughs> it's magical. Sustain. I can't even speak. It's like tongue-tied. <laughs> it got me. It got me twisted. It's magical, sustainable, and super soft. It's made from trees. That's right, trees, and it. Feels like you're floating on a cloud. Sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for you. If you're a first-time purchaser, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you want to give it a shot, get 15% off your first order. That free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, send it back. You get all your money back, but I'm telling you, you're going to love it. You're going to be like, <gasps> they got me. Cox and Crendor got me. <laughs> MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. Speaking of online ordering, today is the perfect time to get honey. You're ordering online. Everyone is right now. I mean, it's just a fact. Honey is the free online shopping tool that helps you save money when you do what you're already doing. It automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online shopping super easy and super affordable. It's what it should have been the entire time, right? It's like you get coupons, except instead of having to cut them out from a newspaper, uh, like a robot does it for you. Like, okay, sure thing, Mr. J, like Rosie from the Jetsons, you know? Like, all mm, right, Mr. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, so <laughs> imagine you're going to Target or Best Buy, or Sephora, or Macy's, or eBay, or Etsy, or Walmart, or any of the other places on the internet that you're shopping at right now, when you go to checkout, a little box drops down, and it's like, yo, apply coupons. And you're like, okay, click. You wait a few seconds, and it scans for every single promo code on the internet, and the price will drop. I use it way too much, to the point where now I'm buying things that I don't really need, just to fulfill free shipping requirements because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you hit the $25 mark. Enjoy free shipping. And then I'm like, apply coupon. And it's like, nah, sorry. Like, oh, okay. So then I have to go back and I buy another thing and I just barely make it over. And I'm terrified about applying a coupon now because it's going to save me more money. That's my problem. And that's a good problem. What do you have to lose? Over 18 million members over $2 billion in savings. Did you know Honey supports over 30,000 stores online? And they're adding more every day. Users love Honey. It has 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome and the store there. It's so stupid if you don't use it. You're literally throwing money away. It's free to use. It installs in just two clicks. Go to joinhoney.com slash cox to join for free today. That's joinhoney.com slash cox. Save money with honey. Hey, we did it. Woo. 
All right, Crandor, let's go to chapter number seven with Crandor. I cannot talk. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you're tired. <laughs> How's that traffic out there? Uh, traffic is currently still pretty non-existent. However, there are some people speeding around because they're like, hey, nobody's on the road. Let's go speeding. So don't do that because it's uh, not safe and uh, you're already being an ass when you do it when people are on the roadways and now you're being an ass when people aren't on the roadways. You're just being an ass. You're not a NASCAR driver. All right. So, uh, you know, put the helmet down. Actually, they're probably not wearing a helmet. Put the the ego down and go sit inside. All right? Uh, back to you. Thanks, Crandor. Now let's go to Crandor at the weather desk. How's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> now let's go to weather at the Crandor desk. Weather? <laughs> weather is here and I am raining. <laughs> uh, all right, weather. Where am I? Uh, weather. Dangerous storms move east. Cool. I swear to God, weather.com always has some sort of, like, emergency going on. They're like, people dying, tornadoes hitting, dangerous storms. It's almost like that's how they um, make their money. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, it is, a little bit. Uh, what, what's going to happen next? People on YouTube are going to be like, World of Warcraft's dying every year for the last 15 years? That wouldn't happen. Uh, let's go somewhere fun. Uh, let's go to fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Funabashi Shi Chiba Prefecture, Japan. That sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. In Funabashi Shi Funabashi Chiba. Uh, 50 degrees, rain, feels like 48. You got a high of 59, a low of 52. I just feel like if anybody lives outside America, which is probably like a third of our audience, they're probably like, here comes the Fahrenheit again. All right, listen. It's the American school system. I didn't... You know, they didn't teach us Celsius. Well, they did. No one gave us a choice of how we learn <laughs> systems. Yeah, like Celsius, we learned in, I think, third grade. And, and then they said we'd never have to use it. Yeah, they're like, we don't have to use it, though. And then you're like, okay, unless you go to, like, some science thing, and then everyone's science uses it. But I'm not a scientist. All right, You listen to this so podcast, you know we have like. no science background. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, so... It's uh, 59 degrees, rain, uh, winds 5 to 10 miles an hour coming out of the north. You got a 100% chance of rain, so it is going to rain. It may even reach one inch, another measurement <laughs> that you probably aren't using. Uh, so the 10-day, right? What's happening over the next 10 days? 66, 62, 61, 62, 64, 69. Nice, 63, 64, 66, 70, 70s. Then we get into the 70s. Buckle up, Japan. You're in for some nice weather. Uh, it's actually pretty much like it is what it is here. Like here in uh, Chicago, we got like those same temperatures, maybe slightly lower, but it's getting, it's like in the 60s now, right? It's nice. Like you open up the uh, the door or the windows, and you get some fresh air rolling in. But like normally, if you keep your you keep your place at like 60s anyway, now you get fresh air 60s. It's fantastic, unless you have allergies. You have allergies. I'm only mainly allergic to grass pollen, from what I, uh, from what I remember. You're allergic to grass pollen. I had like pollen? so much stuffiness. I see what you're doing. Hey! Um, <laughs> as soon as it, I did it the first time, I fell for it. Then the second time, I was like, "Hold on a second. <laughs> I knew I pushed uh, my luck. You gotta, you gotta space it out a little bit. If you would have spaced that out, <laughs> no one has ever asked. You're allergic to grass pollen? That's never been said before. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I pushed my luck and I failed. Uh, yeah, you just space it out next time. <laughs> give me a little. Thanks, run. Sensei. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. You know, allergies can take a toll. So, uh, allergy companies. Uh, if you want me to promote Claritin, allergy, contact allergy Cox companies. And Crundle. We make the best allergy companies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I get allergies flare up, you just take like a Benadryl or a, like Claritin or one of those. I don't know, but I don't have to take them that often. It's just if it's bad. No, no, I'd rather have the old, the, the old windows open. Get some fresh air going. Makes you invigorated. Yeah, so, uh, that's the weather. All right. Sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. Uh, well, the NFL draft's coming up, and it's going to be a shit show. Uh, me and Sinvicta and Rob on our Three Guys Talk About Football podcast went over it, and uh, they are going to be doing a virtual NFL draft. So it's pretty much like a Zoom call NFL draft. And they're like, uh, don't worry. Every uh, GM will have their own technician <laughs> near them, which is oh, pretty boy. much I'm saying. Oh, These boy. guys are so old. They're like, so I can talk on the Internet now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, so thank God the Packers GMs are like 40 because they actually have some knowledge of the Internet. Uh, but there's like some other owners that are like 80 and they're just like, yeah, can I use a telephone? <laughs> so it's it's going to be fun. I can't wait to just watch the shit show and ravel. So we're going to be live streaming it. We can't actually show the draft, but the last two years we've live streamed it. And we uh, we like live stream the ESPN screen of what's happening. And then we have the draft on the other screen that we're watching. And then we just commentate. It's a fun time. Uh, so this Come on by. It'll be fun. We still expect someone to, like, hack the NFL because, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a Zoom call. There's going to be some kid that does it, uh, but we'll see. It could could just be a shit show in general. So uh, that's happening. Uh, the NBA had a horse tournament because they're panicking on what to do. They're trying to figure out how to play in empty stadiums, and it was funny because someone was like, just ask the Bengals and the Dolphins. Hey! They already do it. <laughs> so the Bulls fired their... GM, thank God. Oh, my God. They needed to do that for like 10 years. They finally did it. They got it done. So that's neat. Got it done. And uh, that's, that's sports. All right, Crendor. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. So, there's two things. The one we have from the other week is Pat Robertson, who's just like an old televangelist or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, during you know that's an accurate that's accurate the, that's very accurate yeah during an appearance on the 700 club robertson blamed the coronavirus on oral sex quote some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs said robertson when people do that they transfer all kinds of chemicals from lady private parts and that's where i think the virus came from <laughs> we never had this kind of thing when i was coming up but no one was committing oral sex back then Robertson previously blamed 9-11 on witches and lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, there is so much going on in there. There is I've, so much going on in there from start to finish. This has to be fake, right? It has I have to no be. clue. I have no clue. <laughs> from start to finish, like, that is, there is so much to take in. He, uh, I don't know. What? First... Have you ever committed the act of oral sex? <laughs> because uh, no one was doing it back 
then, which I must presume is like 2,000, not even, you can't even go back 2,000 years because the Romans and shit were yes, probably no, just I, doing I it think, in the streets. I think all he's admitting to is that he has a very unsatisfied <laughs> wife is what, is, what is, is what I'm seeing here. Uh, I just, everything about this quote, some of these youngins, that's how it starts. Some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs. Some of these youngins, if you are imme- you're immediately out of touch with everyone, if the first thing you say is some of these youngins, some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs. I want to know what he thinks a natural thing is. That is true. When, because <laughs> when people do it's... that, they transfer all kinds of chemicals. Chemicals. The chemicals. <laughs> yes. From you lady know, the parts. Chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> chemicals from lady parts. This is how the Joker was made. No one realizes this. But that's what happened to the Joker. <laughs> Batman used lady part chemicals and it, it warped his face. Um from lady parts, and that's where I think the virus came from. <laughs> we never had this kind of thing when I was coming up, but no one was committing or committing oral sex back then. No one was committing oral. What a crazy phrase! No one was committing oral sex back then. And then it's like <laughs> Robertson previously blamed 9/11 on witches and lesbians, which again, hilarious. Now, uh, I did find. Someone linking a thing about the Business Standard News that says that as a satirical site designed the parody of the 24-hour news cycle. It. So I think it is fake. Did we get goofed? But here's the thing. Some of the fake stories are so outlandish and crazy that they're believable because you know this type of person believes well, these he things did, anyway. I mean, here's the thing. He did say the stuff about 9-11. Oh, yeah. So... That's the thing. It is something he probably would say. So that's what makes it so believable. I, whoever, well, fake or real, whoever wrote this article gave me one of my favorite laughs in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. But, <laughs> but I was coming up. <laughs> Where is No, the... it's committing oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Committing oral sex is my favorite phrase. <laughs> It's like a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, here's the uh, other one. Okay. Uh, Someone linked us a tweet. Uh, Jesus broke into a pizza hut in their hometown. So, Jesus Pizza Hut. Uh, Here it is. Let's see. This is North Carolina. The story's from like a few years ago, but... It's still pretty good. Jesus Christ, a North Carolina man, told 911, I just broke up, broke into a pizza hut. A North Carolina pizza hut restaurant was supposed to be closed at 4.30 a.m., but all it took was some divine intervention, a smashed window. Damn, damn these which, articles. How dare they? <laughs> Richard Lee Quintero, 46, broke into High Point North Carolina restaurant, police said. Then he called 911 claiming he was Jesus. Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into a pizza hut, the man tells dispatchers in the audio recording. I broke the window. Jesus is here now. He's back to Earth. Unfazed, the dispatcher asked the caller whether or not he works at the restaurant he's calling from. No, 
I just broke in and had a pizza. The caller responds during the two-minute phone call, adding that he also had a Mountain Dew. I'm Jesus. <laughs> you know what? They should have asked him, like, are you selling tickets to heaven behind a KFC? Because I feel like this is the Jesus who would. No, they should have just kept it going. He's just like, I've just broken into the Pizza Hut. And they'd be like, you broke into the Pizza Hut? And they'd be like, yeah, I broke into the That's Pizza Hut. That's how they got him to keep talking. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then, then the dispatch, dispatcher asks what he looks like. I look like Jesus. What else am I supposed to look like? The caller responds. Asked by the dispatcher why he broke in, the man gives the obvious answer. Because I'm Jesus, I can do what I want. That's he tells the dispatcher, Jesus. explaining he broke in. <laughs> We're tired of Judas on this earth. We're going to clean this earth up. Also, here he is. Wait, but why? Wait, hold on. But why would he do this? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That guy doesn't even look like Jesus. Hold on. He does not. That's not, he no, doesn't even he doesn't. look like Jesus. No. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying? I just, I don't know. I feel like he's going about this whole getting rid of Judas' thing wrong. Because the first thing he did was make a pizza and drink a Mountain Dew. <laughs> that, doesn't, that seems counterproductive. It does seem kind of counterproductive. Uh, Quintero was arrested at 4.45 a.m. on Wednesday on charges of felony breaking and entering felony larceny, according to a police report. He was booked at the High Point Jail, where he was held on a $1,000 bond. Police told the High Point Enterprise that Quintero cooperated with police when they arrived at the restaurant to arrest him. Quintero told the dispatcher he has schizophrenia. He also said he moved to North Carolina from Indiana, and then in North Carolina, everybody's been treating me mean. Oh, oh. Well, that's kind of sad. I feel so <laughs> bad for him. <laughs> oh man, he wasn't up to. Man, he wasn't you doing know anything it's bad. bad when you move from Indiana and they're treating you. Mean <laughs> in a what a place. sad ending! I moved from Indiana and everyone's treating me bad. Man, I feel that. That sucks. <laughs> all man, he wanted well, to do was eat pizza. <laughs> that's true. All he wanted to do was eat pizza. Like there are violent Maybe. people out there. All he did was eat pizza and drink a Mountain Dew. Here's the problem. They didn't follow up. They could have been like, everyone's treating you mean. And then he could like, you'd get so many more stories. Yeah, he could have told him who was treating him mean. We would have found out and we could have taken him out. Yeah. Like, really, these are the tactics news reporters need to start employing. We should run our own news channel. We should. Cox and Cren News. <laughs> All the news you can Cren News. <laughs> yeah, and every interview <laughs> just is just that like. Nonstop. So there I was, minding my own business, when out of the blue came a comet that struck that poor man's head. A comet struck that poor man's head? That's right! It went right through, and inside was an alien, and his name was Philip. And I said, Philip, what are you doing here? And the alien looked at me and said, I've come for your women. He came for your women? That's what I said! And it turns <laughs> out he's actually a young Filipino man. <laughs> A young Filipino man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was weird. I turns out I was on cocaine at the time. You were on cocaine? <laughs> That's right. I got it from my friend, Little Phil. He runs the bistro down the street. They serve a very nice quiche. Oh, they serve a very nice quiche. One of the best in the city. Tastes delicious. It has little tomatoes in it. and It has other sort of veggies. I find it divine, but he also sells crack cocaine out the back. <laughs> he sells crack cocaine out the back? That's not all he sells out the back. <laughs> <laughs> what else does he sell? 
all sorts of things come out the back. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and we just we every interview would go on for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we just make a highlight reel. And then we <laughs> upload the full thing to Netflix and our new special. Uh, <laughs> crazy people say the darnest things. Yeah, we find out where all the cool spots were because we'd eventually hear all the information. Yeah, and that's why we bring you the best information from the source. All the Kren news you can Kren use. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening or watching or however you're enjoying this fine podcast. Uh Crendor, yeah, hit him with the socials. We have so many socials you should follow right now. All right, take the time, go to this place right now. Open a new tab. Go to YouTube.com/slash Cox Cox and Crendor podcast. All right, follow that channel. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Then you're gonna go to the next one. You're gonna delete the podcast part to go to YouTube.com/slash Cox Crendor. That's all the animation. So you're gonna follow, subscribe, hit the smash like the YouTube lingo button. Then. You're going to go to our Twitters, our Facebooks, our YouTube, other YouTube.coms, our Instagrams, all those places. Follow all those. Uh, Instagram.com uh, slash Crendor is taken. Uh, Instagram.com slash Notorious Cox. Uh, are, those are different from our other ones, which are just, you know, looking up Jesse Cox and Crendor. You find all this stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, show your friends. Show your family. Show your dog. Show everybody you're quarantined with right now, uh, which is probably... Everything I just mentioned. Uh, blast us on the radio if you're in your car. You know, and then people be like, what is that like annoying that. ass show? I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> don't blast us. We don't deserve to be blasted. That's true. We've never done anything blast worthy. <laughs> never done anything blast worthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the youngins coming up. Yeah, with the chemicals. <laughs> chemicals. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's uh, just follow us. Oh, goodness. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, boom, to be continued.